2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. Get ready to learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Craig is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success, and he'll share tips and strategies on how you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. This high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. Plus, you'll learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field. So more people come to you to buy your services and products. It's time to be a rock star with Rock Talk on TonyNet.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Deswalt.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Rock Talk with Craig Doeswalt. It is Tuesday morning, January eighteenth, two thousand eleven. Last two shows we talked about uh, recovering from a very interesting two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and last show we was. Talking about how to fix what was going on in your small businesses today we 're going to take a little bit we 're going to escape from reality today and we 're just going to talk about comedy we 're going to talk we 're going to talk about humor we 're going to talk about adding. Comedy and humor and lightheartedness to sales presentations and or if you're a speaker, adding humor to your um, speeches and your presentation, your keynote speeches or whatever. So I went to uh, I was I had another show planned to do today, but I went to a comedy show the other night and I went to a seminar the other night in Los Angeles, actually in Burbank, California, at a place called Flapper's. In uh, Burbank. And I um, one of my coaching clients was putting on a seminar there and about how to add humor to your presentation. And after that, he actually had a show, a comedy show at the Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. So a bunch of us went down there. There were like 30 of us there for the uh, seminar, and then after the seminar, we all went to the comedy club and watched the show that night, and it was just absolutely hysterical. The uh, show itself at Flappers was totally sold out. Um, The comedian's name that is going to be my guest today is Adam Ace, and Adam was there uh, just... Totally uh, connecting with the crowd, and it was just an amazing an amazing show, and it was really, really funny. So we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to talk about the seminar that he did, how to add humor to have a more effective sales presentation or, uh, or a, a speech or a keynote speech or anything that you do in front of people. He helps uh, speakers and or regular sales presenters add humor to their presentation. So we're going to talk to Adam in a couple of minutes today. And if you want to call into the show, you can talk to either Adam or myself a little bit later in the show. But if you want to call in now, there's going to be, I think there's going to be a bunch of people calling in. But the number to call here at the station is 877 864 4869. 877 864 4869. Uh, A little bit about uh, the boot camp again. I always mention this on the radio show. The next Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp is March 10th to the 13th. At the Weston Hotel in Los Angeles at LAX. And if you're a listener to this show, you get a special deal. If you enter the word, if you go to that's CraigDuswalt.com, that's dot T.com, go there, register for the event. It's $997 for a ticket to the event. But if you enter the word Rockstar, R O C K S T A R, one word, in the coupon code, you get in for $297. As a uh, as a basically a favor to all of you that are listening to the show. So if you want to do that soon, we have about 350 attendees so far, and we expect to have between 400 and 500 rock star entrepreneurs at the event. So it should be a really, really great event. Once again, we have Kevin Cronin, the lead singer of REO Speedwagon, will be our special rock star guest. He'll play a few songs and also talk about how REO became rock stars in their industry. And we have Derek Hall, the president of the Arizona Diamondbacks baseball team. And he's going to t- come and talk, and we have some other exciting speakers as well. And you're going to learn basically four days of how to market yourself using outside the box techniques that rock stars use to attract 80,000 people to come to their gigantic concerts. And it's basically a seminar or boot camp on how to attract more clients by using outside-the-box marketing techniques and standing out from the competition. So without further ado, I am going to bring on what, who I consider one of the fun, not one of the, probably the funniest man I have ever heard in my life. And we are getting a major Echo. So uh, his name is Adam Ace, and Adam Ace, like, like I said, is a stand-up comedian, and he's also a corporate speaker uh, teaching corporations how to use humor in their sales presentations. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Adam Ace. Are you there, Adam?
0: Craig Deswalt. How are you, buddy?
1: I am great. Oh, my gosh, you are so loud.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I have. It's a comedian thing. We always talk louder than we should be talking.
1: I do the same exact thing. Loud is good. But now I I have learned to stand 42 feet away from my mic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're experiencing what every teacher I had growing up experienced. Yes, exactly. In that I am way too loud and very inappropriate. Oh, no, no, no. You're very appropriate. (laughs) No, I mean like in third grade, you know. Oh, you were 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 inappropriate in
1: third grade? You were inappropriate in third grade?
0: Well, I never paid attention, and I was kind of bouncing off the walls. But other than that,
1: <laughs> hey, do you have ADHDQGR? Whatever that's called.
0: Well, I actually like to say that I my generation is why they invented ADD. <laughs> right,
1: Cause because I have it before, too. Before
0: before before I grew up, they didn't have it, and then guys like me, when we were growing up, we were so crazy. They're like, we we need to in- invent a disorder to call this. <laughs> Because they're actually, we can't control them, and if we had a disorder, then it would actually make sense. That is exactly. No so coincidence, now we can... no coincidence now... my name is spelled A-D-A-M, and it should be spelled A-D-D-A-M. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. So yes, Adam and I are very good friends now, and I went to see him at a seminar uh, the other day in Burbank, and I asked him to be on the show because I just thought he would bring some humor. The last two shows were, like, my wife was on two two weeks ago talking about recovery. Uh, she's had a life of recovery, a very inspirational speaker now, and so it was more of a heavier type of show, but a lot of you know fun stuff in between. And then last week was how to fix your business because things were going on, so I needed some sort of comedy to add to the uh, lineup, and I saw Adam the other day, and I was going to do another show, but I decided to put that one off bring Adam in and uh and I'm so glad that you're here thank you Adam for coming Adam lives in I think you live in Virginia if I'm correct
0: yeah it is correct yeah
1: and uh, now he's in Los Angeles for about a month doing some um, seminars and some comedy shows, a couple of uh, mastermind groups, and taking his business to the next level. So let's talk about a little bit of a background. If you could tell everybody what your background is, uh, where, how you started in this industry, how you became a comedian. And just so you know, uh, and, and I'll brag for Adam. Adam is probably one, if if not the top, one of the top college speakers, college comedians in america and he's actually won like college comedian of the year like four thousand times in only like 10 years which is amazing so adam just give us a little <laughs> bit, of, bit of a bit of a background of who you are where you came from and how you became to who you are today
0: sure uh i'm adam ace uh they call me the man in red i always wear red when i'm on stage performing and uh, that came from college i uh was going to our valentine's day formal in college and me and my buddy were walking through the mall and we're it was the we're walking by this store and they had this red suit in the window and it was on sale shockingly because obviously they hadn't sold a lot of them <laughs> they and, probably uh,
1: never sold a red suit <laughs> yeah. in their life but they're saying we've yeah. got one we've got adam
0: ace yeah in- and so so finally. Uh, of course, I was like, oh, dude, I I should wear that to the Valentine's Day formal. And uh, my buddy's like, uh, okay. So I bought it, and it was in, like the cheapest suit. you've. I think it was $28 <laughs> for a suit, the whole suit. Right, I bet. And so I put the red suit on, and I go to the dorm, and I knock on the door to pick up my date. And uh, she opens the door, and she's got this kind of deer in headlights look on her face. And she goes, oh, my God. (laughs) I have to go with that to the dance. (laughs) So the date went horribly bad, uh, believe it or not. And Go uh, figure. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, about a week later... Uh, they had the dating game on my college campus, and they were—they uh, needed a host, so they asked me to host it because they knew I was a performer. And I'm like, i got to get some more use out of this red suit. So I wore the red suit to host the dating game, and I haven't taken it off since.
1: Literally Uh, haven't taken it off since, and I can vouch for that because it's a pretty raggedy suit right about now. Right,
0: exactly. And so uh, that's where the red suit came from, and I actually started performing in high school. I did uh, theater, musical theater, plays. All of that, and basically, um, you join the theater club if you are not good at sports. Um, (laughs) Hey,
1: let me let me just uh, interject here for a second, Adam. Yes, because we have like two minutes till the break, Uh, so we'll. Oh, there's commercials. Yeah,
0: we have commercials. This is a a big time deal. I had no idea.
1: Of course, we have commercials. This is a real radio show, Adam. This is not. This is not just you know your run of the mill show. This is top notch rock star radio, baby.
0: People are going to
1: listen to this. Uh, thousands, baby. <laughs> All right. So listen, listen, though. No. I, I do want to talk about the man in red. Adam uh, brands himself the man in red because I talk about being a rock star entrepreneur and standing out from the competition. So he has read – Suits, and he wears them on stage wherever he goes. And uh, I do. I'm a rock star speaker, so I dress like a rock star as best as I could, being 49 years old. Uh, but sure. you know, wearing ripped jeans and my my shirts not tucked in and wild jackets. But it's about the branding, and we. I talk about this all the time. To brand yourself, even when you're on the road, even what you wear. So wherever Adam goes, he's always wearing a red suit or something red, and that is the key. He's called himself the Man in Red, but that's the key to being consistent. With branding yourself and standing out for the competition. So whenever you see Adam, he drives a red car. He has red folders. Everything that he does has red in it. And that's why he's called Adam Ace the man in red. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about Adam's background. We're going to get into his background, how he became a comedian, and how he became one of the top speakers in America today on the college campuses. He's a hysterically funny guy. He's very now. And we're going to talk with the man in red when we come back. This is Rock Talk with Craig Doeswell. We'll be right back.
2: perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products this is rock talk with craig Deswalt, and we'll be right back after these on Tokinet.com. the way of the toddler will host lita and Lori hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard zen masters and diapers yes Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 central here on TogiNet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn. Adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible even when surrounded by poopy diapers and piles of laundry. And what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our zen masters and diapers it's the way of the toddler with lita and laurie hamilton tuesday afternoons at 5 4 central here on Toginet.com. everyday autism miracles with shannon pinrod friday afternoons at 2 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my...
1: We are back with Adam Ace on Rock Talk. And uh, Adam, you, were you just listening to those two commercials by any chance? I, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Did they, in, in that first commercial, did someone actually say the word poopy diapers? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I was listening yes. to the commercials and I heard the word poopy diapers. Yes. yes. And, and, and that threw me a little bit.
0: <laughs> well, it's not something you hear every day. No. Uh, ironically, that is, the, uh, that is the password to my Facebook account. I love that. I'm Uh, gonna uh, gonna gonna have to change it now now, since I've just told thousands of people that.
1: That's why you're gonna have to change that. Everyone, go to Facebook.com. Go to Adam Ace's page. Type in Poopy Diapers. Poopy Diapers. You could get into his account.
0: That's actually the name of a of a band I started in the eighth grade. Is also also never (laughs) took off. (laughs) I wonder why. My friends, ladies and gentlemen, the Poopy Diapers.
1: Okay, there's a marketing tip for everybody. Uh, If you're going to start a band, do not call it something that you change in the middle of the (laughs) night that has things in it that, you know. know. So uh, we are talking to Adam Ace, the man in red, one of the top college speakers uh, out there today, college speaker, college uh, comedian, and also corporate speaker and corporate comedian. So let's get back into your background, Adam. I think we were in eighth grade when you were starting the band Poopy Diapers.
0: Yes, so uh much like a lot of kids growing up, I wanted to uh, be a singer or a dancer or in a band or in a boy band or something like that uh so, in the ninth grade, I joined the drama club and started doing theater because there was a girl that I liked, and she was in the drama club, and so I oh. thought hey i i if I'm in the drama club, I get to hang out with her all the time good idea. But Yes, uh, that failed miserably, by the way, <clears throat> uh, because she ended up dating every guy in the drama club except for me.
1: Ah, you uh, stood however, out from,
0: once I, but But, yes. but
1: that, is, that is standing out from the competition, though. It's just the uh, wrong way.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of an opposite effect. Yeah. Uh, but once I got on stage and we started doing... Uh, acting techniques and improv exercises and just being on stage in front of people was like the greatest thing i had ever done and it was just like totally addicting to me in every way and i just loved it and you know when you're kind of a a dorky guy and you you can't play sports and there's no chance of you being on any of the athletic teams at school you're kind of looking for your outlet and that was my outlet and I just loved it and couldn't get enough of it. And so I did that all four years, did every play, every musical, every uh, theater production in in school. And then on the side, on the weekends, started performing at uh, any any local event they had, a fair, a festival. I would go and do shows. And then I went to college and did theater in college. And then where things really clicked was when I joined the activities board in college. And so we were in charge, actually, of, hiring all the comedians and hiring all the speakers to come perform on our college campus. And so I got to work with all of them and talk to all of them. And I was the guy who went up and introduced all of them because nobody else wanted to go on stage and do that. So I was always the guy who did that. And I hosted every event. And then there were times where we couldn't afford to bring in any more entertainers, so we had to make our own events. So that's where we did the dating game where I wore the red suit, and then we did the roommate game, and then we had a you know a, a Greek god and goddess competition, so I was up there. <laughs> so I just was on stage all the time, and I started developing my show from that, and I learned about the college market from that, and I talked to all the performers, and I talked to all the agents, and I was in college to be a elementary school teacher, by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, that,
1: glad that didn't work out.
0: How scary is that?
1: Yeah, because my kids are in elementary school, and the thought of them having you as a teacher is just a little bit
0: scary. Quite scary. (laughs) Um, And so when I graduated, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to give this a whirl. And I went out to dinner with my parents who just paid for me to go to college. And we're at dinner, and I'm scared out of my mind. And I said, Mom and Dad, I know that you just paid all these thousands of dollars for me to go to college, but I really think I'd like to be a professional comedian. And they laughed because that was fun. No, it was actually as if they were frozen. (laughs) It was kind of like one of those stunned, long, awkward silences.
1: I understand. Yeah. But after they got over it though, you went on to become a pretty successful comedian.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so uh, my, they just said, uh, you know, we'll support you in whatever you want to do, and that's great. And so I went on the road, and I drove around in a minivan for uh, about three and a half years, just going around doing shows anywhere and everywhere. Anybody that left me on stage, I would do it and slept in my van a bunch and, you know, just did whatever you have to do to make it. And uh, And then,
1: uh, so you did that for. uh, So when did you make it big? Because now um, Adam is one of the, like I said, top speakers. He's a rock star comedian. He's he's like a rock star entrepreneur, and he actually makes well over six figures a year as a comedian, which most comedians do not make any money. So uh, how did you get your first break, or how did you get like uh, where you started getting paid?
0: Well, I guess. uh... You know, you, you always start off broke. You know, got to be the starving artist for a while. And I guess my big break was one thing. I performed, my friend was having a conference. And uh, anytime you're friends with performers, they always ask you to perform for free. That's just part of the deal. Right. <laughs> and he said, I'm having this conference. I'd love if you came and perform there. And I said, Okay, no problem. And I did the show, and I drove, I think, seven and a half hours to be there, and I was broke, and I went up there and did my thing, and there happened to be just one guy in the audience, and uh, he was an agent uh, on the college market, and he said, hey, I'd like to, I think you'd be great for the college market. And I said, hey, I know the college market. I've been trying to get into the college market. And so he said, I'm having a conference in about a month. Why don't you come? And and perform there and we'll see how it goes so you signed me you know, up right it's interesting,
1: there. Interesting, Adam. You just said, um, you know, there was a guy in the audience that just happened to be an agent, and I talk about this all the time. You never know who's watching. That's how I got the air supply job. I was working yeah. backstage at a theater, doing a very menial job. Air supply comes in there. They need someone to go on tour with them, and all of yeah. a sudden, I'm on tour with air supply. You, you're doing a show, you're doing the best that you can. Uh, right. It's a free, a free show. It doesn't matter that you're not getting paid, but you're honing your craft. Someone's in the audience that you didn't expect to. See, and all of a sudden now you meet an agent and then and then what happens
0: exactly so uh, a month later literally um, I performed at his conference and it was one of the college conferences and all the colleges were there and and uh, luckily enough I killed and uh, I think I booked 27 college shows from that one one uh, showcase that I did and, and what year uh, was that that was two 2000- thousand uh, fall of 2000
1: fall of 2000 so for 10 years you've been doing this good, like very well and right. um about uh, when did
0: you win college uh, comedian of the year what years i won co- uh, the first time i won actually was 2001 so just the second year in wow um, which was amazing because that one showcase just i just exploded and then people see you and then they hear about you and then it just kind of steamrolls from there, and it was just uh, amazing. And then everything else I've done in my career since then was just because of that one free show I did for my friend that one time. So that's why I'm such a big believer in just get your stuff out there and do stuff for free, and then people will see you, and it will go from there. Um, But really, I think why I was able to be so successful in the college market is because I had that intimate knowledge of what college students liked to see because I was in college and I planned all the events. So I knew what everybody liked. And so that's what I catered my show to.
1: Gotcha. And, and so and you think, knew your audience, you knew your target audience, you right. already had an expertise in the field, and you took that expertise and turned it into a business, which is, uh, is a great thing to do. So you are you win College Speaker of the Year a couple of times, and then uh, can you tell people now, let's go to today, because you're sure. all over the place, and now you're going to transition into something else. But how many speaking engagements do you get a year right now? Well, let's
0: see. Uh, last year I was on the road 245 days, and I think that translated into about 200, 200 gigs, 200 wow. shows, 200 engagements, whatever you want to refer to <laughs> right. them as.
1: So 200, uh, 200 shows a year. Now, most comedians, you know, I happen to know a lot of comedians, and Adam's tons of friends of comedians most comedians don't get 200 shows in a lifetime uh you have to be one of the top comedians to be booked on all these stages all across the country but adam and i were talking yesterday and i truly believe because he just you know when he was at flappers you know things change different things happen you know you're thrown curveballs all the time no matter what show you do wherever you're doing it but adam is a great person that just goes with the flow. If something goes wrong or if something changes, he goes with the flow and he's not a diva and he's not, um, Pompous about his success. He works with the people all the time. And I tell that all the time. Do not piss anybody off, even though yeah. something goes wrong, but you never know. I never burn bridges because you never know when that person can use you later on. And, and that I think is one of the things that has made Adam so successful. He's so easy to work with. People love booking him over and over and over again. And, and let's just talk for about it. We have about a minute till the next break, Adam. You told me sure. something at your seminar. That really stood out to me. We talked about it yesterday. You know, you can market all you want. Go ahead. Tell them what you said about, um, but if you're not a good speaker.
0: Well, here's, here's my biggest belief, and I've seen this over and over for the last 13 and a half years that I've been doing this. You can have a great website or a great brochure or a great handout, and you can do amazing marketing, and you can learn how to talk to people on the phone or write the perfect sales letter or any of that. But none of that is going to help you if when you finally get booked or convince somebody to book you and you show up and go up on stage and really suck bad <laughs> because <laughs> they will never book you ever again. And they so will what? tell all of their friends not to book you. That's and right. then word, word will get out that you are awful. Right. And, and, and then where are you? You have right. all this great stuff, and you can't get any work.
1: Exactly. So, so basically what, what Adam is saying, because we have to cut to a break right now, you know, yes, so many people spend tons of money on marketing and everything, but if you're doing a sales presentation or if you're a speaker and you're yep. not good at what you do, you get one chance at it, and they yep. won't have you back. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back from the break. This is Rock Talk with Craig Doeswalt and Adam Ace. We'll be right back.
2: perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products this is rock talk with craig deswald and we'll be right back after these on tokenet.com Innovation and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of changing the world one invention at a time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 central on Toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence and, more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guest teach us how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time with author and inventor, Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com.
1: Everybody, this is Pete Dix of Beatles and Beyond. You're listening to George Harrison jamming in the background here as I'm preparing the next show for you. So why don't you listen
2: to Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix on this radio station. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswall. It's my.
1: We are back with our special guest today, Adam Ace, and we were just talking about um, you know all this marketing. I teach marketing at my boot camps, and it 's great. You need to have marketing obviously it 's the key to success if you don 't market, then no one 's going to know about you. but Adam brings up a very good point. he teaches speakers and Uh, sales professionals and anyone that has to present anyone that has to be in front of people, how to add humor to their presentations or to their speeches, because that is a great way to sell. It's a great way to present yourself. And it's not a, just a talking boring head. So, uh, you know, if you as a, a speaker or an entrepreneur need to get in front of people, which everyone should, we teach that in the rockstar system is everyone should be a speaker To some level. You don't have to be a professional speaker, but you better know how to speak about your product and do small seminars for your clients because uh, it's just very imperative to get out there and become a face. Uh, People resonate with you much better if you're live with them. But if you're not good, in front of people, then you get one shot. And, and like they say, you know, if it's a great review, they'll tell one person. If it's horrible, they'll tell everybody. So you get yep. one shot in front of people. So if you don't train with some of them, someone like an Adam Mace uh, or somebody that teaches speakers how to actually put together a good presentation and how to add humor, then you're just dead in the water. And you could do all the marketing in the world, but it won't go anywhere. So Adam does these seminars and workshops now that i went to the other day to check it out and he did it at the flappers comedy club in burbank and it it was a four-hour seminar on basically how to add humor for a more effective presentation and adam why don't you touch on a little bit how that came about and how you're transitioning from a comedian uh into the uh uh training world and uh corporate uh speaking as well teaching corporations about speaking
0: of course well i uh I'd been a comedian for about ten years professionally, I guess, and I just came to a point in my life where I kind of wanted a little bit more out of it and I wanted to you know have a positive effect on people's lives and kind of be more of a role model to co- some of the college students I was performing in front of all the time, so I started putting together a a presentation and a lecture for them. And, of course, any time I'm ever going to do anything, there's always going to be comedy involved and humor involved. And so I started speaking and doing my lectures and then instantly became really popular as a speaker on college campuses. And so I started doing more and more lectures in addition to my comedy shows. And it was really because I figured out a way to make – my lectures more entertaining than the other lecturers, you know? And because uh, there's so many speakers that are hard. so, so well versed in their subject matter, but if you're in front of 17, 18, 19, 20 year old college students, you have to keep them engaged and paying attention. So you can be an expert, but if you get up there and bore them to sleep, ugh, they are not going to like you at all. and you're not going to get booked back, so really the thing that was setting me apart is I actually kept the kids' attention, and they would actually listen, and I figured out ways to get them to remember things by incorporating humor and everything, and then guys found out about what I was doing, and then I started helping some friends do that, and it kind of all just segued into this thing, and everybody kept asking me, you know, you should really teach people how to do this, so some of my friends said, why don't you do a workshop? So... I started working with all these people and decided to do a workshop. And basically, it came down to the fact uh, I just um, I was tired of watching boring speakers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all are. It's horrible. Yeah,
0: and I mean, like you, said, it, if you know,
1: beca- if you become known as being a boring speaker, you're pretty much uh, in trouble for
0: Yeah, exactly. And if you think about it, if you know everybody out there that's been to boot camps or seminars, you know. When you have four or five speakers in a row, the most boring one stands out really badly. I mean, just <laughs> sticks out like a sore thumb. And you don't want to be that person, you know? And it's nope. like, if I've just been sitting at a boot camp for three days and you're on the fourth day and I'm exhausted, you better be really interesting. <laughs> You know, so now Adam
1: does these. So that, and then Adam does these seminars where he basically for four hours. Right now, uh, that this was his first one on this particular subject, where he actually goes through people's presentations and you know adds humor to them. Actually, basically not necessarily writing jokes, but he did that too, uh, giving great feedback on the spot. So they'll do like a, a two minute introduction or something and then adam like off the top of his head will give these clients these people that went to the seminar some ideas to perk up their um their presentations like on the spot he this man is like just filled with information on how to be funny
0: yeah and i feel like we've been doing this whole interview and you built me up as this funny guy have i have not been funny the whole time I feel well, like yeah. I, I I have disappointed you greatly, Craig Dazwell. <laughs> yes, you have. Did I, I mention mean... that right now all I'm wearing is booty shorts and a sombrero?
1: Well, luckily I can't see that, so that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah that that's what I that's what makes me my most creative.
1: <laughs> well, oh, really? When you wear that?
0: Yes, yes it's my it's my creative outfit.
1: What what happens when you wear? Uh, um, like a regular <laughs> suit of sun that's not red. What happens to you?
0: Not. It's like kryptonite to Superman. It just takes <laughs> away all my powers. I understand. If I have to wear so, a brown suit, oh, I'm worthless.
1: <laughs> so tell me a joke.
0: <laughs> I don't tell jokes. Have we talked about this, Craig? Does Walt? <laughs>
1: here's
0: here's one of the points I make in the seminar, which I think is huge. Here is your tip of the day on Rock Talk. There you go. The biggest misconception in comedy is the only way to make people laugh is to tell jokes, and that is not true at all. People think comedy or humor, they instantly think jokes, but telling jokes is only one small piece of a 100 pieces you could do to make people laugh. You can tell funny stories. You can be, like we talked about the other day, Bill Cosby, who doesn't tell any jokes. He just talks. And he's funny when he talks. You can do funny videos. You can do funny pictures. You can use props. You can use audience participation. You can sing funny songs. There's a hundred different ways to make people laugh and entertain an audience. Um, that's uh, you know uh, just a very limited viewpoint people have of jokes. I don't really tell jokes in my presentations. I do a lot of different funny kind of things. Craig is, has a... A really fun personality, but he doesn't tell jokes.
1: Oh, I so, never—I would never even try to tell a joke. And you're bringing up a very good point. You know, people that come to my boot camps and and when I do my guest presentations, they think I'm hysterical, and right. and I, I don't get it because I don't tell any jokes. But uh, but he's right. All I do is bring up funny situations and I act silly on stage. Not 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 goofy silly, but just right. like you know it's just my, I just bring my natural personality on stage and because I'm not trying to be funny, they exactly. actually say I'm uh funny, I guess.
0: But yeah, you're you've right. heard me say that a bunch of times. The biggest problem people have is trying to be funny. You know, don't try to be funny. Just be Be fun and entertaining, and then funny will happen from that. You know, and uh, everybody wants to go on stage and and emulate somebody else or be like somebody else, but they should go on stage and just be themselves. You know, one of the traps people fall into is when they start doing comedy or start trying to be funny, they emulate their favorite comedian. Well, that's great that you like that comedian, but that comedian's probably a lot different than... Then you and your right. personality, you know, it's like I had a friend. He's like, I'm going to go up there and do some Jeff Foxworthy jokes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're nothing like Jeff Foxworthy. So it's not going to work. You You know, know, we talk
1: about this in the speaker world all the time. It's being authentic on stage. uh, And it's not only with comedians, it's speakers. You know, there's so many speakers that try to be like Tony Robbins or, uh, you know, all all these top speakers or, you know, Craig Doeswalt, you know, all the top speakers in the world. They try to be like those guys and they're not doing their own thing. And you can totally tell that they're trying to be somebody else. You know, if you just get up on stage, be yourself, be authentic. And just speak from your heart or speak from totally. what you know that 's the key to success, so you 're absolutely right it 's a great point
0: right and and uh, you know people can tell when you 're being fake and not authentic and not real you know and and I fell into the trap when I was really young, and I just got out of college because I really like Steve martin still do he 's a genius, but when I started subconsciously i would get up there and i would begin talking like steve martin and having these steve <laughs> martin mannerisms it was ridiculous
1: That's and i'd funny. be up
0: on stage and i'd be like hey whoa, great really great to be here tonight bud. you know hey here we go <laughs> and uh it was so funny because other guys would come up to me and they'd be they'd just go big steve martin fan huh they saw right through you. It was so obvious, you know, and it never worked because we're just two totally different personalities. And it wasn't until I really got in touch with who I was and what I do and who I am and what works for me that that's when my career really took off. And so I think the quicker you can get to that point, the better. And um, the example I like is... I tell people, don't change your personality when you get to the funny parts of your presentation. You know, everybody talks one way when they're speaking or giving the educational content. Then they go to be funny, and they completely have this, like, change in, in their whole personality. you got to stay consistent no matter what you're doing. And uh, my example is uh, I saw Clint Eastwood on a on a uh, salute to Matt Damon, the actor, uh, recently. And all these actors got up, and they kind of roasted Matt Damon and made fun of him and told jokes about him and funny stories and everything. And then they introduced Clint Eastwood, and you thought, oh, my gosh, what's Clint Eastwood (laughs) going to do, you know? Because you don't (laughs) think Clint Eastwood and then think comedy. Right. But uh, Clint Eastwood gets up there, and uh, he goes, And this is my bad Clint Eastwood impression, but you'll get the idea. He goes, Matt and I, I directed Matt in Invictus, and we were in South Africa. And all of the South Africans made fun of Matt because they didn't like his accent that he was doing. And they're in the big rugby circle. And the line Matt was supposed to say was, I want you to look into my eyes but with his bad South African accent, all of the guys said, it sounded like he said, I want you to look into my, and then, I guess I'm not allowed to swear on the radio show, but, <laughs> but a, a word that sounds like eyes but starts with an A, and then has a couple S's. But the <laughs> point is... I think you
1: can say, I can say that word.
0: Oh, really? Okay, so, uh, so I'll finish it. So uh, he goes... They made fun of Matt because his South African accent was so bad. And instead of, I want you to look into my eyes, they thought he said, I want you to look into my ass. <laughs> and everybody laughed and everything, right? Because it was a really funny story. But the point was, Clint Eastwood didn't stop being Clint Eastwood. That's right.
1: We're going to take a break right now. And uh, we're Rock Talk with Craig Duzzle. We'll finish up the Clint Eastwood story when we get back with Adam Ace. Rock Talk. Be right back.
2: How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Tokinet.com.
0: Mind Matters is the show that dares to ask what's on your mind. Take this opportunity to join Dr. Larry Ross, clinical psychologist, and Joan Jehane, licensed clinical social worker, as they combined have over 50 years of experience in dealing with your mind. Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, only on TogiNet Radio.
2: To parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox Four in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences, to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, Brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside the box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswall. It's my.
1: my We are back with our special guest, Mr. Adam Ace. Hello, uh, Internet people. What happened?
0: Hello, Internet
1: people. Hello, Internet people. Um, So uh, we are talking with Adam, and we are – you know, it's amazing. I have a comedian on the show, and I think we're going to just be, like, funny, funny all the time. Uh, But it's really interesting how – You know, comedy is a business. You know, just like when I was on tour with Guns N' Roses, it was a total business. So there has to be a business side. Yeah, you go out there and you be very funny on stage, but there has to be a business side. And it's interesting how many great marketing points that a comedian that you would just think is just this funny guy comes up with in, uh, you know, 45 minutes so far of the show. I mean, branding yourself by being the man in red, you know, marketing yourself is great, but if you don't put up on stage, people will never uh, book you again. Again, all these things that he's bringing up this these whole thing are great great marketing tips, so it's really great that you know because I love talking about marketing that uh bringing a comedian on when I thought it was just going to be this funny silly show uh it's ending up being a really great a uh, bunch of great teaching points on how to market yourself and how to stand out from the competition so thank you, Adam, but I do want to ask you. Uh, I have tons of stories about Guns N' Roses and funny things that happened on the road. you have any funny stories that either happened to you on the road or just that you use in your, uh, uh, in your um, presentations and or your skit? Not that I want you to do anything from your skit right now because that will involve breaking your knees on cement because <laughs> I, I know well, you're a wild and crazy performer. but
0: That will be a good segue uh, into the first one. I think one of my friends' favorite stories is I was performing on a cruise ship. I do a lot of shows on cruise ships all over the uh, world. And we were in the Caribbean, and I was doing my show on stage. And I always do, I like to dance on stage and do goofy dancing and everything. Part of my uh, um, failed dancer career. But I still like to live vicariously through it. Um, That's right. Anyway, there happened to be a lot of uh, girls in the audience that night. And so I was doing this dance, and I used to do the moonwalk. And they put the spotlight on me. And if you've ever been on stage in just the spotlight, you can see nothing else at all. You can't see anything. So it's a blackout and a spotlight, and I'm doing the moonwalk, and these girls in the crowd start going, wah! They're screaming. And I'm like, well, I'm going to milk this for all it's worth and get a lot out of this. And I moonwalked backwards off the stage. Nice. Yes, and it was like four feet tall, and I went falling into the crowd, and everybody laughed hysterically because they thought it was part of the show. Well, (laughs) long story short, I broke my arm. (laughs) Yeah, like right in half. Uh, But we were on a cruise ship, and we were in the middle of the ocean. So the next stop we had was Jamaica. So they took me to the hospital in Jamaica. And you don't want to go to the hospital in Jamaica.
1: No, you don't.
0: No. So I get there, and they finally x-rayed, and the doctor says it's broken. And I said, I know that. (laughs) Can I just get a cast on my arm? And he said, no. (laughs) Why? And I said, why not? And he said, well, you're American, and you're visiting here, and if you you try to fly out of Jamaica today, which you are because they were flying me home, with a brand-new cast on your arm, they'll think that you're smuggling drugs out of the country, and they will cut it off. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> so he basically took a piece of gauze and threw it on my arm and sent me on my way. Nice! Uh, you yes. know what's
1: funny? I toured with Guns N' Roses. Axel fell off the stage and broke his arm and leg once. I saw it. Sweet. You're just like Axel.
0: Hey, uh, I like that comparison. So always crazy stuff like that. I did a show recently at a college, and uh, I was on stage doing my show, and right in the middle of the show, a ceiling tile fell out of the ceiling and landed on the stage. Nice. About three feet from me. Uh, One favorite college show was they always put you in different crazy setups in college, and so they'd set the stage up in the student center and everything. So I'm doing my show. There's about 150 people watching. And, uh, but I didn't notice behind me and like right behind the stage was a microwave. And this girl walks into the student center, not knowing there's a show or anything like this. And she walks up, she walks onto the stage and then stands in the back and puts a burrito in the microwave and then just (laughs) sets the time. And then she just stands there and then waits for her burrito to be ready and then takes it off out and walks away. (laughs) You should have made
1: that part of your show forever. I love that.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm like, don't mind me. Nothing going on here. Nothing going on here at all. You
1: Um, should have walked over to her and uh, ate ate her burrito and taken it from her.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I did have a uh, Janet Jackson Super Bowl halftime show-esque performance once by accident.
1: Oh, really? Sure. uh,
0: Where uh, the back of my... Red pants split wide open.
1: Oh no! Don't no! Oh, right. Don't share.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> all all I can say is a lot goes through your mind because there was like four hundred people at that show, and oh. and I I turn around and four hundred people sim- simultaneously go, Ugh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's never a good good self-esteem booster there
1: no 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 no, no. So, did you I have mean, your great... your uh heart underwear on underneath
0: well this was i i actually didn't uh <laughs> oh, no. yeah it, i have a lot of underwear stories but um
1: yeah, Adam, uh, Adam yeah. is very famous for taking his pants off in the show and yeah. having, like, eight other pairs of underwear on underneath, and he does this whole – he does a lot of visual humor. It's absolutely hysterical. You've never seen anyone like this guy. So, uh, all right, so since – if uh, most people haven't seen you because we don't go to college anymore. Sure. <laughs> so uh, how does someone find someone like you? If I wanted to book you, like uh, you spoke at my last boot camp, uh, right. spoke. I mean, you performed at my last boot camp in September 2010 in Los Angeles and you just killed it. I mean, the, the crowd went absolutely nuts and everyone wants you back in March. And I usually don't book, you know, the same act twice in a row, but I have so many more people coming this time. So we're, we're talking, Adam and I are in negotiations right now, whether he's <laughs> going to come back in <laughs> March. But um, how does someone uh, that would like to book you get in touch with someone of your expertise?
0: Quite simply, my friend, just go to www.adamace.com, A-D-A-M-A-C-E dot com, and that will give you everything you need. Plus, uh, feel free to email me if you're listening to this and ask me any questions you have about humor or if you're trying to figure out what approach to take or anything like that. My email is just as easy, adam at adamace.com, and uh, I'm a big uh, a big supporter and believer in Craig's Boot Camp, so I encourage everybody to to come in March. It's going to be fantastic. And, Adam will uh, be there. Adam I will be, be there for sure. It'll be my third one, and each one gets better and better. So,
1: And, and, and uh, let me just point out, if you do come to my boot camp, and there is a man in a red suit, I will guarantee, I will guarantee uh, that it is Adam Ace.
0: I, I am hard to miss. And uh, the red suit uh, works great for marketing but bad if you get in trouble with the police because they will find you.
1: Yes, they will. It's like a red car, isn't it? If you, uh, <laughs> rumor much. has it, if you drive a red car, you're more apt to get a ticket.
0: Yeah, like if they're walking around, they're like, we're looking for a guy in a red suit, and everybody's like, he went that way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. It's pretty simple, but uh, yeah, feel free to contact me. I'd love to answer any questions, and uh, there'll be more workshops coming in the future, And. Uh, and good luck to everybody with their stuff. You know, just get out there, be the best you can be on stage, and just wow people with your presentation. And and you will work forever, basically.
1: Uh, when is the next? Uh, Where is the next place that someone could see you? Where are you performing next?
0: Well, for all those listeners in West Virginia, <laughs> uh, actually, what am I talking about? They don't have the internet in West Virginia. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a college show in West Virginia tomorrow, and then I head to Pennsylvania, then Wisconsin, and then, let me see, uh, upstate New York, and then New Jersey, and then so on and so forth.
1: And that's just in the next two days, Correct. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, this man uh, travels a lot. He has he major frequent flyer miles. Uh, he's basically on a dartboard tour. He goes, like like you said, from Pennsylvania to Wisconsin, back to Dallas, back to Florida, up to West Virginia. It's just uh, absolutely crazy. But the great thing is, uh, are these all college gigs that you're talking about?
0: Yeah, all college gigs. This is all okay. in the next week
1: and
0: a half, actually, Tuesday. So. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So that'll be exciting. And then I go, I'm heading back to Wisconsin and here's a, I'll give you one more quick story. I did a show last year in Wisconsin in December and it was seven degrees. And so I got to the hotel and I wanted to go and, and hang out in the hotel for a little while before I went to the show. So I parked my car outside. I go in, took a nap. I was flying all day, but I left everything in the car for five hours. So I come back, I get in the car I drive to the school, and then I put my red suit on and everything, the the underwear, the whole deal. Well, I left all that stuff in the car in seven-degree weather for five hours. <laughs> and so I had to put on underpants that had been in seven-degree weather for five hours. And yes, I don't know if you've ever done that, but you do not want to do that. Trust me.
1: <laughs> um, why,
0: Adam? I'm kidding. Uh, uh, It won't be the most impressive performance that night. That's all I'll say.
1: All right, so off to Wisconsin. uh, And then um, if you also uh, want to book Adam for a uh, uh, corporate speaking, he's also available to do corporate speaking. Really quick, Adam, what are the other topics that you talk about? I know that you do, obviously, comedy shows, but in colleges you also have these uh, other programs. Touch on those really, really quick.
0: Sure. Uh, One program is called uh, the 3D College Experience, How to Avoid Ending Up Dumb, Drunk, and In Debt. And that is uh, basically a college survival guide and guidelines on how to avoid all of the bad stuff that college students fall into while they're in college. Did you say dumb, uh,
1: drunk, and in debt? Yes. Oh, that's basically every college student out there. I got that. That's a great market. Yeah,
0: exactly. So uh, I do that a lot. And then my other program is called Take This Job and Love It. Uh, how to Find a Career After College That Doesn't Suck.
1: There and, you go. Uh, and, and what are the, your books right now? You have a couple of books that you wrote?
0: Yeah, my first book is called Knock Knock, How to Add Humor uh, to Your Speaking Presentations. And that's uh, basically what we've been talking about. That's what the workshop was about. That's how to take an existing presentation and make it more entertaining and funny. And then for all of you single guys out there, I've got a book I wrote called How to Be Funny and Meet Women. Easy steps to get dates for guys who aren't rich or famous.
1: For, no. for guys that aren't rich or famous and I love that uh, so once again if you want any of these products or if you want to book Adam Ace as a college comedian a college speaker or a corporate comedian or a corporate speaker please go to www.adamace.com Adam it was awesome having you thank you so much for doing the show once again everyone this is Rock Talk with Craig Doeswalt. we will see you next week bye 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 everybody